Yeah. This is Vex the Vortex, Boogie Monsters Worldwide. We hit you with that. On the B-Boy Document Podcast. Hey, Kane, this is nine, man. Get to bed. Go to sleep. You need your sleep so you can go up and be big and strong like the Black Panther. Kane, this is the original hardcore underground hip-hop pioneer. Too gully for daytime radio. The man who wouldn't water down or sweeten up his lyrics. The man who they kicked under the rug. Didn't give me no money, no shine, and no love. But I'm here to give you the teeth. Hey, always brush your teeth. Yeah, yeah. What's up, y'all? This is your boy, Razcast, all the way in L.A., shouting out my friend, my homeboy that's on my album cover, Kane, Lil Daddy Kane. This is Lil Son Kane, man. Y'all show him that respect. Big up, big up. Hey, yo, check this out. This is Freddie Fox, a.k.a. Bumpy Knuckles, Pop Duke in the building, and I'm cooling with my buddy, my main man, Kane. That's right. Kane is hip-hop. I love you, Kane. Stay focused. Salute. How did you get into ghostwriting? How did I get into ghostwriting? Oh, man. So, um, <clears throat> growing up, you know, as a writer, I always would hear songs that I knew those rappers may not have written. Like, sometimes you hear a song and you can tell someone else wrote it. And I would always say, man, I could do that. I, I-, I could write for people better than so-and-so and so-and-so. You know, kind of the competitive nature. So it started to be something that I looked into. And it was a hard world to get into. You know, ghostwriting is a hard kind of shell or egg to crack, you know. Um, but the way I was able to crack it and the way I was able to get into it was through my man Ill Mind, who's a producer. I don't know if you know of him. He's a really, really dope producer over here in the U.S. Worked with a lot of big people and does a lot of work with me and different people. So Ill Mind was working with some artists who don't write, who needed some uh, some help musically. And he invited me to come to a session. And he said, hey, man, you, you got to come to the session. The next time I'm there, they need writers. And uh, I came with him, and I started writing to some of the stuff that he was making, some of the beats he was making. And he was writing it for this specific artist. And when they heard it, they were like, man, who wrote this? And Ilmai was like, yo, my man, this guy's who wrote it. That's him right there. And that was it. And it was like, man, can you do some more? And I was like, yeah. And I wound up being out there at their studio for like three weeks and just writing and writing and writing all these records for this one person. And then I started writing for other people and other people. And it was like a domino effect. And that's it. So when you ghostwriting, for example, does uh, people who you write for ask, can you do a song about champagne, for example, or do you just go, what's on your head? Well, it's kind of like if you go to a tailor and you get a suit, they're going to measure you and they're going to make the suit exactly how you want it. The colors, the fabric, the way it fits only your physique. And that's the way I ghostwrite, you know. So if I ghostwrite for somebody, whatever they want it to be about, that's what I'm going to write about. It may not be stuff that I'm about, but they're paying for a suit. So if somebody came to me and they wanted a yellow suit with pink spots, I'm never going to wear a yellow suit with pink spots. But if that's what you want, I'll make it for you. So it's the same thing with ghostwriting. You know, I may never talk about that type of stuff, but if that's what they want, then I can make it work. Would you have a, a yellow suit with pink spots? No. Yeah, would you ever wear a yellow suit with pink spots? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <yeah. laughs> peace, peace, 